Yo, so I'm back in the <clears throat> I'm back in here in the motherfucking house for another edition of F Your Mother. Um this episode we're gonna talk about what exactly snitching is, right? Um I think I might have did an episode about this shit before, but I'm probably like four hundred plus episodes in and if you're new to the podcast, you probably ain't going to go back in my archives. Although you should. They're very entertaining and shit. Uh, but, um... Uh, how do, where do I start? So, ever since Takashi 6 9 has gotten out of prison for testifying against his co-defendants and receiving a re- reduced sentence. And now with this COVID-19 shit... They letting all the rats out, right? Letting the rats out the sewer. Um, I never understood why the fuck the government cuts deals with people that 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 cooperate. Uh, I also don't understand why the fuck they're cooperating with criminals that are doing lengthy sentences just because they don't want to get them. They don't want them to contract COVID nineteen. I mean, I figure you go to prison for four reasons, right? Rehabilitation, imprisonment, punishment. And deterrent, right? That's that's what the criminal justice system serves for. Those four aspects. We know they don't rehabilitate shit. They do, however, imprison motherfuckers and punish them and deter them. If you go to prison, most people don't uh, reoffend because they've been deterred, right? Who wants to go back to a place where you could possibly get stabbed, raped, extorted, beat, hung in your cell? Um, and punishment, well, all those things are, if you go to prison, those are like street justice punishments that are doled out within the walls of prison. Uh, and imprisonment, if none of that shit happens, you get to sit the fuck down, think about what you did, think about what you go going to do better, think about why the fuck you in there, right? Um, so I don't think they should release people. Like, don't get me wrong, a lot of people say, well, that's harsh. What if you're in there for a nonviolent offense? You don't want to catch a deadly virus. If you're in prison with motherfuckers with coronavirus, you probably ain't going to contract it. And if you do, you're not going to die. I was listening to the NPR station. Um, and they were saying that if you contract COVID-19, one, it's a one in 2,221 chance that you're going to contract COVID-19. Now, I don't know about you. That's a low to high ass fucking ratio, meaning um, for every 2,000 people, 2,221 people, only one motherfucker is going to get it. Then out of those one people that get it out of the 2,000 people, you have a one in 3,759 chance of dying, right? Meaning even if you get it, you still are possibly one of those one people or one person's out of almost 4,000 people. Now, while that ratio is actually lower than hitting the lottery, um, multiply that by millions of people and you have a significantly low risk of catching it. And even if you catch it, you have an even significantly lower rate of dying from it. Not only that, most people that get COVID-19 that die from it are over the age of 63. Meaning if you don't have a compromised immune system, you're not an elderly person or you're not a child. 
You're going to be all right. Even with children, I still believe that children are resilient. They got like this fucking force field around them. So they're not going nowhere. When you like fucking six years old, they had a girl that was 11 years old. She or five years old. She fell off an 11 story hotel balcony and survived. Um, fall off 11 stories at the age of 42. You're going to die. You're going to fall to your death. <laughs> but pain and disease doesn't really resonate with children like it does with mature grown adults, right? Because mature grown adults have been through the ringer. Little children are still shit. They still don't even have any feeling in a funny bone. <laughs> if you hit your funny bone at the age of 36, that shit feels like the static electricity from a television. If you're a little kid, you hit your funny bone, you laugh. This shit, it, it, the pain doesn't really resonate the same, right? And I honestly believe all the way up into the age of 23, you have like this force field. You get hit by a car and live. Crackhead get hit by a car. They fuck around and die. Old people get clipped by the side of a fucking side mirror on a car and they're critically injured. <laughs> a bitch that's 40 gets punched in the face by her mate, right? Her face swells up like a grapefruit. If you're 19 and you get punched by your boyfriend, you just get a black eye. <laughs> they don't even be no heavy swelling. I'm joking on that last one. Anyways, in, the, uh, in any event, they're letting fucking rat ass people out of the sewer. Um, so Takashi 69 was released, and a lot of people were saying, well, there's a heavy debate on what snitching is, right? They're even trying to group to, uh, Stoop Dog in the lump. Uh, the the fold of being a snitch, right? Because I guess when he left Death Row Records, according to an unofficial documentary that was that came out in 2003, he was chased backstage, ran out the back doors of the stadium where he was at, saw the police, and flagged the police down. Now, that might be dry snitching. He never testified. There was a report made. I think the person that was with him, I think after he left death row, he only had like a couple niggas with him, right? Daz, I think, um, what's his name? Corrupt wasn't really fucking with the dog pound and Snoop because he was still fucking with Suge Knight. So Suge Knight didn't, or Snoop Dogg didn't have a heavy entourage. Now, in Snoop Dogg's defense, I will say he, if he did do that, and there is a police report of him trying to get niggas off his ass, I'm not excusing that. Um, and that's not official snitching, that's dry snitching. He probably, yo, he used something to his advantage to get him out of a situation. He ain't got no guns, no entourage. What are you going to do, keep running down the street? No. Flag the police like, yo, these motherfuckers is on me. Uh, I don't know if the niggas was locked up or apprehended. But in any event, he evaded an ass whooping, right? Or at least he evaded a further ass whooping. I think they did beat up on him. Now, that's not the same as Takashi 9 or Takashi 6 9. He affirmatively snitched. He actually sat down in front of the people. They probably had some KFC, a couple Coca Colas, right? Some grape sodas. And he probably was just like, yo, blood, I know everything, man. Like, like that's snitching one because one of the dudes i think his name was Kudalove, and actually shot at chief keith at the behest of six nine 
which he offered to give him a 30 pack. That right there is ordering the hit. How do you order a hit and then turn around and testify on a nigga that you actually hired to do said hit? That's rat shit. Then he informed the FBI of shit that Shoddy was in, uh, involved in. Male murder and other co-conspirators of his fucking trade bloods organization, right? So that's ratting, especially when you tell on niggas in the street. Like when you in them streets and you tell on people that you with or even your enemies, that's snitching. Now, a lot of people say, well, how's it snitching if you tell on your enemies you don't like them anyway? It's true. But it's something called street justice. If you don't like a nigga, he offend you or violate you, you're supposed to handle your business. For all the square ass dummies out there that don't know what that means, you're supposed to suit up and boot up. Shoot at him, critically maim him, or shoot and kill him or niggas that are associated with him. Now, that don't that's not right. And you should probably not be involved in murder and mayhem. However, the streets ain't like the regular world. The regular world, you go to the authorities, right? You're an upstanding citizen. You don't really want those repercussions, um, those consequences. If you're in the streets, it's already known or it should be made known that you don't give a fuck. Because you're in the streets. If you gave a fuck about legitimate life, you should have got your 9 to 5, went to college, shit like that. Or be a rapper not involved in stupid ass shit like that. Like Ludacris is a rapper, lived in College Park, know a lot of fucking dark characters from the city of Atlanta. However, Ludacris was not involved in any fuckery in the streets because the whole objective of him becoming a rapper and becoming successful was predicated that he leave the street shit alone. This is where I believe a lot of motherfuckers don't understand distinguish the distinction between the streets and upstanding living when you get an opportunity every drug dealer uh, strives to be a better citizen right at least that's what the initial goal is at first right they get a get a, a ounce uh, a quarter or whatever the fuck they peddling and they want to better their life right that's why they buy better clothes better houses better cars um some of them just don't make that transition fast enough but the whole goal of getting the fuck away from the streets or doing anything illegal should be to get the fuck away from the streets. Not to stay in the streets, but he was a little private school going motherfucking. I think he got accepted into some colleges, but he never went. So he didn't even exercise his options on being an upstanding citizen. He fell victim to the allure of the streets, which... From a nigga that knows niggas in the streets and somebody's actually did dirt from time to time out of survival. He was a fucking dickhead, right? Like, what does Scarface say in uh, Guess Who's Back? What the fuck you think I slang for to go against the grain? No. I'm out here on grind mode, wrapped up in a paper chase. I want a fucking fine hoe in a candy painted 88. Like, he was trying to uh, strive to get the fuck away from that shit. He wasn't doing it just for shits and giggles. 6 9 was doing the shit for six and shits and giggles. Right? Also, there's the honorable late great Tupac Shakur. He said in the song, um, Changes, right? I ain't never did a crime that I ain't have to do. 
So now I'm back with the facts, giving it back to you. Like, he was letting you know, like, if I didn't have to do shit in the streets, I wasn't. Like, but 6 9 like I said, fell victim to um, the allure of the street life, street culture. Um, and I don't think the nigga had a real imp- distinct personality. So he he was impressionable. And that shit caught up with him quick. And he couldn't handle the pressure. So that, my friends, is snitching. When you tell on your people that you did dirt with, like you're privy to the dirt they do, um, that's officially snitching. What Snoop Dogg did, I guess he didn't like Snoop uh, Suge Knight at the time, so he wanted them niggas off his ass. So maybe he did flag down the authorities just as a deterrent, right? Keep these niggas off my ass from beating me the fuck up further. Um... Which is understandable. He still doesn't get a pass, but I wouldn't label Snoop Dogg as an official rat unless there's paperwork in the courtroom. Police reports, while they count, if nobody is apprehended and char- tried and charged with something and convicted, uh, I mean, what the fuck did you really do? Call Alert the p- authorities so they, they can um, referee an ass whooping off you? I mean, that seems strategic. Also, what T.I. did, I don't, I, that's not official snitching. He was in the courtroom. He was subpoenaed to go to court. He didn't testify against anybody. He actually testified on his own behalf. Like, people getting fucked up because he was answering questions. He was on trial, not nobody else. They wanted to know if he had actually pulled the trigger or if he actually had saw a gunman. He said he didn't see the gunman. He couldn't identify him. That was facts. I think if I'm not mistaken, according to paperwork, the dudes that were involved in it, one of the dude's cousins actually reported the crime to the police when they found out T.I.'s bodyguard was fatally shot, killed in the drive-by that they did. So, while people saying T.I. snitch, I mean, he answered questions because he was subpoenaed. You got to do that. He could have pled the fifth. I don't know why he didn't, but he was like trying to clear himself. So, he answered the questions. Honestly, were you in the car? Yes. Did you see the gunman? No. Do you know if these are the guys? I couldn't make out who who pulled the trigger. I didn't see anybody's face. All I heard was gunshots and gunfire, and I ducked. That's all he knows. Um, I don't think that's all he knows, but I mean, like, upstanding street nigga, he, he stuck to the code, which is you don't finger nobody, right? Um, also, I will say, him doing the 1-800-44-TIPS, didn't help him that hindered him as a street nigga but like i said in the previous episode the peoples had his balls and i think one of the conditions was that he actually performed community service and make a public service announcement against crime which in that he was only telling people in this in the world or in the city of Atlanta that are upstanding. If you see a crime, you're not in them streets to report it, which I think black people should do. If you're not in them streets and somebody is breaking the law and, you know what I'm saying, wreaking havoc in your community and you are not in them streets, I think it's, it's, it's quite all right to alert the authorities. Now, me personally, I mind my business. 
I don't mean crimes like if I see the local drug dealer peddling crack, I'm not going to call the authorities. That shit don't have nothing to do with me. And like I stated in the previous episode, drug dealers don't seek out drug addicts. Drug addicts seek out the drugs. And I think that, you know what I'm saying, if you want to get high, I don't think that should be a crime. Me personally, I don't think drug dealing should be a crime. Um, I think if somebody wants to smoke crack and you have crack and you supply it, you are no different than a doctor. You are actually giving them medication that they need to self-medicate. So I think like in that respects, I'm not going to alert an authority of that. Now, if I catch wind that it's a serial killer or it's a pedophile in the neighborhood um, and I see him in the act or I catch wind that they're in salacious activities i'm gonna alert the authorities because i don't like pedophiles and i don't like serial killers uh see jeffrey dahmer jeffrey dahmer was in the community drugging and drugging raping and killing and eating brown and black men if i found or caught wind that jeffrey dahmer was poisoning minorities and chopping their motherfucking heads off and eating their dicks i would alert the authorities i'm sorry i don't give a fuck you gotta go down because that's some barbaric savage disgusting shit you are a menace to the society to the society and the community at large. And we got to get you the fuck out of here. Uh, so but even if you tell on a drug dealer and say you the old lady and you see drug peddlers in your neighborhood, you call the authorities. That is still not snitching because you want a wholesome community. You want to. Um. A clean community, right? And don't get it fucked up. While I think the dynamic between drug dealer and drug user is quite all right, they are some dirty looking motherfuckers. So in that respect, if you were to call the police, I think you're well within your rights, especially if you're a homeowner. I don't want that dirty shit on my, on my block. You know what I'm saying? I don't want stupid ass motherfuckers that can be in better in they... They, they life and doing something with their time loitering and standing the fuck around causing havoc street fights and dumb shit drive-bys but snitching is if you end them streets and you are privy to crime or you are involved in criminal activities it is your duty to shut the fuck up if you get bagged do your time Keep your mouth shut. Do your time. Those are the rules. I didn't make them. Right. Because what that does is allow criminal enterprises to continue. Oh. And like any industry, I don't think there should be interference from within. That's like if you work at an automotive. Um, auto remote, auto automotive plant. You work for GM. And you out in this motherfucker telling Jeep or Chrysler inside the inner mechanics of GM. Like, you're in straight violation. Like, right? I don't think you should be able to do that. Which I think they make you sign a non-disclosure agreement. But the streets, like I said, there's a difference. There's upstanding, uh, righteous living. And then there are the streets. And let's just say in the streets, I mean, you're already doing shit that's illegal. So you cannot contact the authorities for shit somebody robs you you can't call and say you've been robbed for narcotics you will go to jail if you prostituting you can't say you've been raped you've been prostituting it comes with the territory 
If you're a killer, you can't fucking call the police and say one of your uh, colleagues been killed. You're involved in murder, right? So you got to stick to a code. And they even in the streets, there's ethics and codes and guidelines that you should adhere to. Or just, you know what? Don't be in the fucking streets. Like, this is what I don't understand about people. They always like to make the argument that, oh, people shouldn't be committing crime. So if somebody within the organization goes and tells on them, they're dismantling criminal organizations. Criminal organizations are like roaches. You can kill a couple of them. You can capture, spray them with raid. They don't die. They're underground. That's why they call it the underground, the underworld. Um, it ain't going nowhere. Um, until economic, uh, socioeconomic situations are actually hammered out in America so that everybody has uh, uh, equal footing and, and has the equal opportunities as everyone else. It's always going to remain crime, right? Because survival is predicated off of eating. And if you're selling drugs... Or even if you're killing people for money, I'm assuming you're taking a portion of that money and, and taking care of yourself. Um, yeah, and when they got jobs out here, I'm in Atlanta. They got jobs. They offering people eight, nine dollars an hour. Matter. Uh, meanwhile, the fucking standard rent is about twelve fifty a month for a one bedroom apartment. So, like, you have to pay people at least sixteen dollars an hour as a deterrent them to actually sell drugs or rob people or burglarize shit like this is just common sense and the government is either not keen on that or they like to benefit off of the uh fallacy of it and i give the i give the government more credit than a lot of people will actually give the government credit for it because they know what they're doing they know that it's an endless cycle of crime. If we can keep people economically uh, disenfranchised, uh, we keep people on the hamster wheel, right? And we know that they'll be prone to commit crime through necessity, survival. Then we can always bag them up. And the criminal justice system is an industry. They call it the indi uh, criminal industrial complex, right? Where they have inmates doing shit like digging ditches and irrigation and yard work, uh, raking leaves for the governor. Uh, just to name a few, packaging goods for Walmart, making houses, little doll houses and shit for private companies. So it's like, yeah, when you're exploiting criminals, you're always going to find a way to capture them so that you can further exploit them, further make money. Uh, a lot of private prisons get uh, state and federal subsidies so that they can actually house inmates plus they get taxpayers money to house inmates there's an incentive to have crime so until that whole dynamic is dismantled you're always going to have crime so like i said if you're always going to have crime there are codes to adhere to even in the streets right there's ethics in every industry that at least even if they're right or even if they're wrong you should adhere to them or you should not be in that industry including crime Now, anybody that's around criminals knows that they will one day be picked up or they will be indicted or their whatever assets they have will be seized. They know this. The day comes. It's not everybody that is in the streets is not oblivious to this happening. Right. Or if you in if you're in, you know, what I'm saying the drug dealing world, you know that you will either be incarcerated or killed 
or critically named. It comes with the territory. And like I said, if you don't want to be in that industry, if it's too hot in the kitchen, stay your ass out of it. But what you can't do is be involved in shit, be privy to shit, and be complicit in shit. And then once the, sh- the, the kitchen get hot, you want to fucking tell where the smoke is. No, you should have not been in the kitchen. So in that case, um, 6 9 was dead wrong. In the case of Snoop Dogg, um, a lot of people, either they miss this fact or they don't, they disregard it. Snoop Dogg was a performer. He had been living a millionaire lifestyle when he was attacked by Suge Knight's Bloods in 1998 for well over eight years, right? He was a rapper. I don't think Snoop Dogg was selling kilos of cocaine. I don't think he was like robbing niggas. He wasn't actively gangbanging. So to that degree, even if he did alert the authorities, they was whipping on his ass and he fled out the back door. Ran into some police. It's like, yo, these guys is attacking me. I mean, he falls within the reign of an upstanding citizen. Yeah, I was in them streets, but I'm not no more. And even if you're a crip, if you're entertaining, making millions of dollars, exploiting your stories, past exploits of when you were younger, it doesn't translate. Like, he was damn near 30 years old. Like, I'm not in them streets. I'm not doing criminal activity. I'm just rapping about it. Um... People might people like to associate his persona with his actual being, right? Like he wasn't in them streets. He was a rap entertainer. Yeah, I rap about the shit, but that was shit I did. I don't do that shit no more. So I don't think you should have people attacking you, right? As an upstanding citizen, just rapping to make a living. So in that respect, even if he did alert the authorities, it was whipping on his ass. Snoop Dogg, by definition, wasn't an active street nigga no more. So he falls within the bounds of being like righteously being able to alert the authorities with no repercussions of snitching. Snake 6ix9ine, on the other hand, had illegal weapons. Niggas was trafficking drugs, robbing motherfuckers, shoddy shot at a couple people. Cool to love shot at somebody at the behest of 6ix9ine for 30 racks. Like this nigga was actively doing criminal shit. And being around criminals that were doing criminal shit. He's breaking the code. Now a lot of people like to make the argument that he wasn't really a real street nigga. And he might not have been. But when you associate yourself with criminals and you start doing criminal shit. Or you start being privy to shit they doing. um, Yeah you, you become what you're around. I'm sorry. So even though he didn't start off as a street nigga and he was soft as charm and shit. He became a criminal. And when you become a criminal, you kind of can't tell. Even the Snoop Dogg was a criminal at one point of his life. Once he signed with Death Row and was rapping on a stage and doing music videos and commercials and shit and movies. Like, my nigga, you're not a criminal. You pay taxes. I'm not trafficking drugs. I'm not conspiring to con- traffic drugs. Um, He has signed... Uh, Rap acts, Trady and Goldie Loke. So he was a businessman that was doing music. And just like I believe that you could be a soft ass pussy motherfucker and become a criminal. You can also be a hard criminal and relinquish being a criminal and being an upstanding citizen. And if you do, I think that falls well within the rights of um, 
alerting the authorities because, yo, I'm not a criminal no more. So, but a lot of people confuse it because he was a, he is a crip that maybe he's a crip. You should follow the code the entirety of your life. That's not how the streets run. If I go to, if I am a criminal before I become a millionaire and then I become a millionaire and I don't have to do crime and I'm not doing crime. Well, by definition, I'm not a criminal. I don't have to be even there's, there's no survival necessity that I commit criminal acts so I can alert the authorities because I am trying to be better. I think that's what a lot of silly motherfuckers, young and impressionable people and square motherfuckers get fucked up. So, I hope I clarified that shit. It's early in the morning, so I'm a little tired, jet lag. It's been a, about a week since I did an episode, so y'all have to excuse my lethargic delivery. But that was just my opinions, thoughts, and ideals on that. I figure I reprise what the fuck snitching is because I do cover street culture. Anyways, if you want these motherfuckers that want to conflate the two. You think Snoop Dogg is the same as 6ix9ine? F your mother.